Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a... Uh a continuation of every action has a reaction and so I was in Hebrews 11 I'm going to start with five because that's where I was leaving off. And it says, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So you have to believe that God is. And not only God is, but he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him you know so know that he is going to reward you those that diligently seek after him you will be rewarded um, as you begin to believe the word of God not just biblical facts but even the rhema word of God as uh, Matthew 4 4 says but he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God so we have to note that not only are you supposed to you know live by the word what you read but also every word that comes out of his mouth and we know that um those with a prophetic anointing, those that are prophets have the word of God in their mouth, you know. And so Romans 6 and 1 says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? 2 says, God forbid, how shall we? 
that are dead to sin live any longer therein. So how can you, who are dead to sin, live in sin is what it's asking. If you are dead to sin, you can't live in sin because you're dead to it. It does. It no longer um, reigns in your mortal body because you're dead to it. Um, It's like saying that somebody who is deceased can continue to sin. How? They're dead. So three says, know ye not. That so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Did you know that when you were baptized, you were baptized into Jesus's death? Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism. So baptism isn't just baptism. People don't just go and get baptized. It's not just um a physical aspect but this is a spiritual thing and so when you get baptized you're when you go under you die with Christ everything that he did on the cross has now come upon you and in and you are um, dead with him literally just as he went down and, and you know into that cave you know so so did you you went you died with him and um my fact here it says that like as christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also should walk in the new list of life so just like christ was raised up from the dead when we wait when we get up out of that water we too have risen and now we're supposed to walk in that newness of life and a lot of people aren't teaching that newness of life that walk as soon as you've been baptized when you get up you are a new creature old things have passed away and behold all things have become new now you can walk in the newness of life you know and it says fit and five for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. <clears throat> so what I see with that is um, when we got up, just as Christ, when he came out of there, he was spiritual. Although he was flesh, he was yet spirit. And so. He was more in the spirit than anything. And so we too must become more in the spirit than in the flesh. You know, we've crucified the flesh in baptism. And we raised up a new creature. Old things passed away. Now we get to walk in this newness of life. Excuse me. The old man is crucified with him that the body, it says, knowing this, let's go, that the, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth 
we should not serve sin. So we're no longer servants of sin. The body, the old man, is crucified with Christ. So the flesh could be destroyed. So that we, this flesh would not no, will no longer hold you captive. Will no longer cause you to err. Will no longer be um, your master. You will not, you know, obey the flesh. But serve God in spirit and in truth. It says, will not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. So you're no longer held under sin. You died to sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. So we're dead with him. Then we also live with him. It's it is. Is really seeming to be more so of a, like a transformation. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it, um, you go from uh, death to life, from death in your, in the physical to life in the spiritual, you, you die to self and you take up on, as he said, you cross and you follow in Christ, you know, you take up on his spirit. His spirit now lives in you. This is part of baptism. You know that I die with Christ. Wherefore I also live with him. He is now in control. He is now. You know it's a it's a physical. Um, reflection of the things in the spirit. You know when the Holy Spirit is a. It's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the baptism in the flesh. And so. You know, um, this is when you begin to speak in tongues. You know, this this is that I'm talking Acts 2 here. But anyways, I'm just kind of comparing the two. Um, let's keep going. It says. Seven for he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more so once he's raised he don't die no more death had no more dominion over him so he ain't die, he ain't dying again death no longer has dominion over him he's defeated death he died he raised we died with him through baptism and we also raise and when we raise we raise with him he in us and we in him you see what I'm saying for in that he died he died into sin once but in that he liveth he liveth unto God so when we while we live when we die we died with him. Wherefore, the same thing that he did and what he took up on, we too took up on. You know, it's in you. He's in you. You took him on. <laughs> and so, 
he died into sin once. That's all it took. When he rose, he liveth and he liveth unto God. And we too liveth unto God. We ought to be living unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. So realize that you also are dead to sin. But alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So note that now we are living in and through Christ unto God. Just as Christ liveth unto God, so do we. It says, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. That ye should not should obey it in the lust thereof. So now sin no longer has dominion over you. You can stop it in its tracks. No. You know, that's I'm a spiritual being. I'm no longer subject to the things of the flesh. This thing does not hold me captive. You know, you are. And that's why we ought to be thinking on things above and not beneath, you know, not thinking on our fleshly things, our needs, but spiritually, what do we need, you know? And so we're not made subject to obey the lust of our flesh. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. So we ought not to yield our members, our body parts as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But he says, yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. So we need to yield ourselves unto God just as though this body is now dead, but our spirit liveth. The Holy Spirit liveth even in the even in the inside. Your spirit, the spirit of the Holy, the Holy Spirit lives in you. Allow that to overtake your mortal body and live through the spirit versus the through the flesh. Um, and your members as instruments of God of righteousness unto God so this is your instrument Lord use it as an instrument of righteousness unto you howsoever you would have me you know we 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 ought to be basically walking in obedience unto the Lord whatever he says that's what it is you know, whatever he tells us to do, we ought to be doing. For sin shall not have dominion over you. So sin no longer has dominion over us. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. Why does sin not have dominion over you? Because I'm not subject to sin. Because I'm no longer under the law, but I'm under grace. What then? 
Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but grace, God forbid? No, that's not that's not the whole point of the matter. The whole point of the matter is <clears throat> we are no longer sold under sin. We are no longer uh, in the flesh to lust things after the flesh, but we are now spiritual beings. And until until we get a hold of that, you know, and even um, build up our spirit, show man, you know, we're going to, that's how people continue to fall, you know, and continue to sin and do things that's not of the spirit, but of the flesh. This is why Galatians 5 and 16 says, um, this I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There it is. For, uh, 14 says, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. We have to really take that in and believe the word of God. He said, you're no longer under the law, but now you're under grace. Then he asked the question, what then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace, God forbid. No. He said, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Whether of sin unto death. So sin, the, the word that says the wages of sin is death, right? He said, or of obedience unto righteousness. So your obedience is what causes you to step into righteousness. As we obey God and continue to be obedient to his will, his way, his word. Guess what? That's how we step into the righteousness of God. It says, but be thankful, but God be thanked. That we were the servants of sin. We were, it says, the servants of sin. So in other words, you're no longer the servants of sin. But ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. You have obeyed from the heart. That form of doctrine which was delivered you being then made free from sin ye became the servants of righteousness because you have been free from sin now you no longer are a slave master to sin but you are servants of righteousness it says I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh for as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness 
and to iniquity unto iniquity. Even so, now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. So now, just as I did things of the flesh, now I need to serve God in the spirit. I need to yield my members, my my physical being as servants to righteousness unto holiness. Um, The word said, be holy for I am holy. How are we holy? We are holy through Christ. He is, he said, greater is he that's in us than he that's of the world. So is he that is holy that's within us. And as we take on his righteousness, we take on righteousness unto holiness. So as we continue to be obedient to the will of God, we step into righteousness. And from righteousness, we step into holiness. For when ye were servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. So when we were servants unto sin, we were free from righteousness. Righteousness had no dominion. But now it's the opposite. Sin no longer has dominion over you, but righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. Just as the word said, the wages of sin is what? Death. It says 22, but now being made free from sin and become surface. Become servants to God. Ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. How do we get everlasting life? Through Jesus Christ. When we died with him, we rose with him in us. In us. He's in us. You know, when you get that factor, Christ lives in me. Christ lives in you. It's not about my flesh anymore, but it's all about the works of the spirit. You know, because this flesh is not obedient to the law, but it died already. And you have to reverence the fact that The word says that your flesh is dead to sin. And uh, I know Paul said, I die daily. So this thing, this death of the sin, we have to crucify the, the flesh daily. So we constantly have to crucify this flesh every day. In other words, reject it. No, I don't know. That's not that's not the things of the spirit. Lord, you said the things of the spirit are. Whatsoever things are true, 
whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. And if there be any praise, we're supposed to be thinking on those things. All right? That's the things of the spirit. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So he pointed back, points back to Christ. How do you get holy? It's through Christ. How do you receive eternal life? Through Christ. Where do Christ live? In you. <laughs> so wherefore, guess what? You've already taken on holiness. You've already taken on righteousness. He's in you. We just have to reverence the fact that Christ is in me. Wherefore, through him, I'm made whole. I'm, I'm holy through Christ. So as I began reading this, I realized that in order to obtain it, you have to believe it. In order to obtain these things, you have to believe what the word of God says. Um, Ephesians chapter one, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God. Remember, it's by the will of God. To the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. He's already blessed you. With all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in him. What do you say? The kingdom of heaven is already at hand. That uh, Matthew four Matter of fact, Luke 21. We're just turn there for just a second and we, then we're going to come back to Ephesians 1. And it says, Luke 17 and 20, it says, And when he was 
demanded of the Pharisees. When the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo, here or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of a God is within you. Dang. There it is. Which is how? Christ blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Matter of fact, um, and I hate to leave Ephesians 1, but Ephesians 2 says and 6. Two and six says, and hath raised us up together and made us sit in, sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Okay. Just in case you didn't know, we already sitting there. How? Through Christ Jesus. Because what, how? He's already in you. And the so therefore the kingdom is already at hand in you. Ain't that awesome? I mean, do we believe or do we not believe? Four says, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. So he's already chosen us to be in him before the very foundations of the world. So he created us. With this intent in mind. For us to be in him. That we should be holy. And without blame before him in love. How? Through Christ Jesus. Remember Christ was slain before the foundations. of. He already planned this. This was already set in motion. It's already been predestinated. This is already, what's begun is already taking place. Okay. He said for, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, just in case you got lost, I went back to Ephesians chapter one and I'm on verse four. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. <clears throat> Five, having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So this is his will. And it's according to the good pleasure of his will. It was his will that we be in him. That we are already seated in heavenly places in and through him. You know, everything goes back, turns back, points back to Christ. What he did on the cross. All these things came with him. And when you do the things as far as taking up the Lord's Supper. As far as being baptized. As far as 
taking on the Holy Spirit. All these things add up to more him. To acknowledgement of him living in us, you know, and to obedience and according to his will and his good pleasure to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherewith wherein I'm sorry, he hath made us accepted in the beloved. We are through him accepted in the beloved. According to the praise of the glory of his grace. In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. According to the riches of his grace. Wherein he hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in who? Himself. So we know the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth even in him so not only so this is what this is what it's like I got my fingers you know twiddling because I'm like oh wow this is what we've been waiting for um, it's like they you talk about the world uh, uh, adoption, you know, waiting for uh, the creature. Wait, hold on for waited for. We're talking Romans eight nineteen for the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestations of the sons of God. What is the manifestations? And now that's what I'm seeing the the gathering together. In one, all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So taking on all and putting them together as one. That is awesome. Wow. We're talking. Those in heaven and on earth in him all being made subject into one man in Christ Jesus this is so awesome did you see this Whew. okay so in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. So we've obtained an inheritance through Jesus Christ. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. 
that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. 13. In whom ye also trusted. So you too trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth. After you heard. It's like we was reading faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing. Hearing and hearing. The word of truth. The word of God. The gospel of your salvation. In whom also after ye after that ye believed. The word states here, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So after you believe, now here comes the seal. Okay, they're there now. They believe, bam, they're sealed right then and there. With that Holy Spirit of promise. Which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purposed possession unto the praise of his glory. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mentions of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, May give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Lord God, we thank you, Father, that through Jesus Christ, you are able to give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. Lord God, give us that wisdom that we need and your revelation to the knowledge of him, of Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus. The eyes of our understanding being alike, that we may know what is the hope of your calling and the riches of the glory of Christ's inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us word who believe according to the working of your mighty power. Which you wrought in Christ. When you raised him from the dead. And set him at your own right hand. In heavenly places. So let's go back and read that. In Jesus name. Amen. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. The father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. In the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power. 
which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. He's Arya Sandaradea. He is far above, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And have put him, put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Which is his body, the fulfillness of him. That filleth all in all. Wow. And have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. This is what God did uh, with Christ. He put him above all things, far above all all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body we are the body of Christ the fullness of him that filleth all in all the fullness of him that filleth all in all. There's fulfillment in the need. That leads to this subject. There's fulfillment in the need. And so Matthew 6 and 7 says, But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions, repetitions as the heathens do. For they think that they should be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After that this manner, therefore pray ye our father which are in heaven, how be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 25 says, therefore, I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye should put on is not the life more important, more than meat and the body than raiment. Lay not up for yourself treasure upon the treasures upon the earth where moth and rust doth corrupt 
and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven there where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal for where your treasure is there will your heart be also so if my heart is in the things of things here if a thief were to come and take my things my heart would be broken but if my heart is above on things of God nobody nothing no devil no warlock no man no woman no child no angel can take from you those things carry more value because not even moth nor rust can corrupt them So nobody can take it away. And the value is more because not only can nobody take it from you, but nothing can corrupt it, not moth, rust or anything. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 and 12 says the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thy hand and thou shalt lend unto many nations and thou shalt not borrow. Isaiah 45 and 3 says, and I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of the secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. This is awesome. But what I'm seeing is I'll give you everything you could ever want or desire. But first make me your treasure. Psalms 84 and 11 says for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. You know, yesterday we talked about first Samuel eight and seven. And it says, and the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me that I should not reign over them. God knows how it feels to be rejected. First Samuel 8 and 8 says, According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them out of up out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. No matter what, although God enjoy fulfilling their desires and providing their needs yet and still they rejected him you know I know how it feels to be rejected especially by those you love most people will talk with you and laugh at you behind your back some even to your face 
just as Luke 8:53 and they laughed him to scorn knowing that she was dead so Christ came and they laughed him to his face because he said that she slept what does the word scorn mean here open dislike and disrespect or mockery often mixed with indignation an expression of contempt or derision I've also saw it as shame because it was so harsh Jesus had to put these people out of the room just so that he would wouldn't be distracted by their negativity when we're walking with God especially when we're walking in faith we don't need people who are supposed to be in the same faith to bring doubt or fear but to bring encouragement love and faith 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind no matter how much you love some people know no matter how much you show them how much you love them they will continually reject you I've had some that I had to leave because of that very thing but the awesome part about God is irregardless as to how much people have rejected him he still keeps his word and his word states in Hebrews 13 and 5 let your conversations be with without covetedness and be content with such things as ye have for he hath said I will never leave thee nor forsake thee Matthew 6 and 31 so regardless basically so no matter what he still have yet left he he said I ain't never gonna leave you nor am I gonna forsake you you know I may have left people may have left me due to rejection but he said I won't leave you and I'm not going to forsake you Matthew 6 and 31 says therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or wherewithal shall we be clothed for after all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of these things but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you take no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof so there is fulfillment in the need and the way that you get fulfillment is by first seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything that you ask for because through it the treasures is there you receive all that by seeking first the kingdom by doing the will of God by doing what God called you to do Everything else 
You know, he won't withhold any good thing from you when we do the things that he's called us to to do. And so. Note that. Because of this, it's like. There is two things about this action and reaction. And so. If we do things in the spirit. Either way, whether spiritually or physically, the reaction is going to be tripled. Triple. So expect triple. Um, that action is going to react and react and react. The things you're doing for the kingdom, react, react, react. The things you're doing in the flesh, react, react, react. So be careful with your actions. Be careful with your actions. And acknowledge the God that's in you. And obey. Do his will. You know, whatever his will is for your life. You know, you know, and if you don't know, you need to find out. By seeking him, you'll find it. He says, seek, ask and ye shall receive. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. So, Ask. The only way you're going to be able to receive it is if you ask. It's going to be given to you if you ask. So, anywho, um, Lord God, we just thank you for, for today, Lord God. I just ask that you will give understanding to those that need understanding, Lord God. Um, I just pray, Lord God, that we will just continuously seek after you and after your will for our lives. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done. Thank you, Lord God, for all that you do. Thank you, Lord. We just give you all praise and all glory for it all belongs to you. Thank you, Lord God, for leading us and guiding us into your true father. Thank you, Lord, um, for allowing us to see that you live within us, Father, that the kingdom is already at hand and that the kingdom lies within. Thank you, Lord God, that, um, you know, that we um, have seen and now we know that our actions are reacting. And so help us to make good and wise decisions based on your will based on your promises based on the things that you have for us Lord God hallelujah in the mighty name of Jesus Lord God help us to seek after you help us to seek after your wisdom your knowledge and your understanding 
Help us, oh God, to seek out your understanding, Lord God. Enlighten our minds. Enlighten our spirit, Lord God. Help us to obtain, you know, your mercies and your grace. Help us to seek after you like never before. And help us to see the things that you would have for us to see in this hour. Lord God, give us power in this hour. Just help us, Lord God, to continue on on this journey and do the things that you would have for us to do in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Not our will, but your will be done in our lives. Help us to acknowledge you even the more so that's within us. Even the more so, Lord God, everything that you have within us, help us to receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that you have for me, we will receive in 2023. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We give you all praise and all glory for it all belongs to you. Thank you, Lord God, for your wisdom and your understanding, your knowledge, Lord God. Even now, God, move in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bring forth your understanding, your wisdom, your knowledge, O oh God. Even now, God, more in the Bahed. Hallelujah. Inside that in the anointing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Even now, God, move in the mighty name of Jesus. God, turn those around. Hallelujah. That have gone after other things, Lord God. Lord, turn it around for your for their good, but for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Help us to chase after you. Lord God, to help us to step into your righteousness, not in self-righteousness, not into the righteousness of others, what they consider righteous, but into the in the mighty name of Jesus, help us to step into the righteous, into your righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. And God will forever give you all the praise and all the glory for it all belongs to you in the mighty name of Jesus Lord help us to believe help those that um, have doubt to believe your word said according to your faith be it unto you Lord God build up the faith of the people Lord God in you help us to see help us to understand help us to grow Lord God spiritually not emotionally, not physically, but Father, build up your spiritual man that's within us. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, your spirit that's within us. Greater is you that is in us than he that's of the world. We thank you for you that is great within us. Continue to grow grow in us that we won't fulfill those lusts of the flesh the things that we desire but allow our desires to be your desire our will to be your will our ways to be your ways in the mighty name of Jesus help us to take on more of you 
less of us and more of you. In the mighty name of Jesus and God, we forever, forever give you the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, give us that discernment that we need to know the truth. Help us not to reject you or reject your spirit, Lord God, but help us to be obedient to your will and to your way in the precious and mighty name of Jesus. Thank God and amen and amen. I just pray that this this message was beneficial and that uh, it'll help you to step in, to walk in your calling, you know, walk in the places that God have called you to in this hour. Know that every action has a reaction and I saw a triple. And so, you know, and I don't know if that's just physically, spiritually, you know, and um, I don't know uh, how it quite, it is tripling. But just know that the reaction is coming back three times more than the action itself, you know. And I just pray you took those keys and know that faith is is a spirit. It's a spiritual muscle. It's a spirit. And so um, I pray that you will increase spiritually. And in the wisdom of God and wisdom and spiritual wisdom and understanding, we need spiritual wisdom. A lot of us have a lot of head knowledge and not enough spiritual knowledge. And, and, you know, my personally, you know, I may not have that much head knowledge, but God, he gives me the knowledge that I need. Okay. And um, he gives me a lot of spiritual understanding. And so I may not have what others have. Um, wisdom of this world wise but man I thank him that he has given me a spiritual understanding of his word and of his will in my life and I just thank him for what he's doing I thank him for what he's doing in your life as well and I pray that you know we all come into the acknowledgement of what and, and understanding that he would have for us to to come into and to know, you know, um, that we'll take in more spiritual knowledge and wisdom and understanding and that we'll learn to obey and trust him, you know, and move without fear, but power and love and, and that we'll have that sound mind in him, you know, and that we'll hear his voice and that we'll do his will and that we'll read his word and that that word will be a light unto our steps and that we will be able to walk in obedience according to his wisdom and his knowledge and his understanding. Hallelujah. Not according to our own knowledge and our own wisdom and our own understanding, but according to his knowledge, his wisdom and his understanding. Hallelujah. That we will walk in by faith and not by sight. Not by what things look like, but
but by the faith and the knowledge of him and his understanding that we'll walk through him, through him physically, through him, through his feet, through his hands. Let his hands be our hands and his feet be our feet and that we'll walk in the wisdom and the knowledge of him and the understanding of him, you know. That we will be one, and I thank him that he's putting it all together. That just that that uh, revelation, I I'd never seen it like that before, and so I just I'm grateful for all the revelations and uh, his wisdom and his knowledge, and even his understanding, you know, of his word. And so I pray that as once again that this word was. Um, beneficial to your walk with Christ. And until we meet again, God bless.